This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ishadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار A man once came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and he said to him أوصني advise me Advise me with something that will better myself, that I can better myself with. So the Prophet said to him, Don't get angry. Don't be angry. So the man faraddada mirar and he kept on repeating, Awsini, advise me with something else. And the Prophet again said, Don't get angry. And the man continued asking for more advice and the Prophet ﷺ continued repeating the same piece of advice. Don't get angry. When we see in the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ and we see in his statements, just like in the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ when that man came to him and asked, who deserves my best companionship? And he said, your mother, ummuk. And he repeated it and kept on repeating it. When the Prophet ﷺ repeats the same thing, it goes to show the importance of what he is saying ﷺ. So his advice to this man, don't get angry, is in turn advice to myself and to you, don't get angry. And in another narration of the same hadith, the man, he said, I thought about what the Prophet ﷺ said, and he said that I came to realize that anger combines a number of evil things. The anger and the result of anger and the impact that he has on those people around us. It consists of a number of evil things. So when we see and when we look at this in our lives, and we see the impact of and the results of what our anger does, and when we can't control our anger, the negative impact it has on those around us, and our family, and our, and our colleagues, those people that we work with, those people that are around us. We see the damage that it can cause. Not being able to control our anger. Not being able to control what we say and what we physically do. As parents, we might find that our children irritate us. But we don't see the effect or the impact of what we say. You might find that somebody might push your button and they might do something that really gets to you, that really irritates you. 
And you might react in a way which you, react, you regret later on. Why? Because when it came to controlling your anger, your anger overcame you. And you said something which you regretted later on. Or maybe you've done something physically that you regretted later on. And this is something, this is a type of anger which is blameworthy. This is a type of anger which you will be held accountable for. A mother might say something to her child. On the way to school, dropping them off, the child might really irritate the mother. And the mother might say something along the lines of, I wish you never come home. And the child might never come home. Because the dua of the mother might get accepted. So when we can't control our anger and we see the impact or the negative impact it might have on our lives, husband and wife, the man gets really angry and he can't control himself and he divorces, he divorces his wife. Or the man gets really angry and he abuses his wife physically, mentally. This all stems from anger. This all stems from the fact that we can't control our anger. And this is the advice the Prophet ﷺ was giving this man. Don't get angry. Don't get angry. Again, if I was to ask somebody here, or if we were to ask generally, who is that person who is strong? The answer might be the person who has the biggest biceps, or the person that can bench the most, the person that can lift the most weights. That's the strongest person. The Prophet ﷺ, he asked the same question to the companions. And they said that the strongest amongst us is that person that can wrestle the other person down. That person that can take down the, the other person. And the Prophet ﷺ said, That that person who is this, really the strong person is that person who can control himself when he gets angry. This is a strong person. الَّذِي يَمْلِكُ نَفْسَهُ عِنْدَ الْغَضَبِ Who can really control himself when he gets to that stage where anger overtakes him or anger overcomes him. But he can control himself. He can control his tongue. He can control his, the, the, the harms that can come from him physically. This is the strong person. And when we look at the Prophet wasallam, and we look at what he went through, in the seerah of the Prophet ﷺ, how many times was he ridiculed? How many times was he physically abused? How many times did somebody say something to him which would normally destroy another person? And normally what we find is when we get angry, we always target those people that are weaker than us. We target those people that are weaker than us. Why? Because we know that we can get away with it. We know that person's not going to react. Whereas when it comes to somebody who might be bigger than you physically or might be more powerful than you, you will find that the reaction when you're angry will differ from person to person. And when we see the Prophet ﷺ in both situations, you will find the reaction was the same. Even those people that were under him, those people that would serve him, or those people that were maybe above him, the reaction would be the same. Anas radiallahu anhu, who served the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam for a number of years, he said the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam would never question why I did what I did in a certain way. 
He would never scold me. He would never rebuke me. He would always deal with me in a way which was respectful. And the Prophet ﷺ, whenever something would displease him or dislike him, as in the hadith, he would show his displeasure. Maybe his skin color would change or his facial expression would change. Of course, there is a, a type of anger which is praiseworthy. And we see this in the, type, type in, in, in the life of the Prophet ﷺ. When people would ridicule his religion, when people would ridicule him, when people would insult Islam, the religion of Islam, he would get angry. And he would manage it in a way which was appropriate to what was being done. But then like I mentioned, there's a type of anger which is blameworthy. And this is the anger that we're focusing on. And again, we find the Prophet ﷺ, when he could have shown his anger, Anas radiallahu anhu, again, he said that we were walking, and a Bedouin man came, and the Prophet ﷺ was wearing a long cloak with a tight collar. He said that the man pulled on, on his garment, on his thobe, so much so that you could see the marks of the collar on his neck, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the Bedouin man said, Ya Muhammad, O Muhammad, give me from the wealth that Allah has given you. Give me from your money. And again, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, this was a, a, a Bedouin man. He turned around and he told his companions to give the man some money. To give the man some money. Even though he disrespected him, even though he physically hurt him. If that was somebody else or in a different situation, that person would become arrogant and his anger would overtake him. Who are you? Who are you to physically hurt me, to ridicule me, to insult me in front of all these people? But how did the Prophet ﷺ react? He said to the, his companions, give him what he wants. Give him what he wants. This is the example of the Prophet ﷺ. So how do we come this anger? How do we overcome Becoming angry. Anger is something which is natural. Like we've seen in these examples of the Prophet ﷺ and how he dealt with people. Two men were arguing in front of the Prophet ﷺ and one man cursed the other. He cursed the other and he became very angry and he responded in a, in a way which wasn't really appropriate. And the Prophet ﷺ said, Inni la He said that indeed I know a, a word, a phrase. That if this man was to say, his anger would have gone. I seek refuge in Allah from the accursed shaitan. Try it. When you become angry, when you are in a situation where you feel your anger is overtaking you, seek refuge in Allah from a shaitan. Because anger comes from shaitan. This is the essence of anger. Shaitan wants you to Shaitan wants divisions between people. He wants you to have an argument with your wife. He wants you to have arguments with people around you. He wants you to treat people in a way which is disrespectful. He wants to create that toxic environment where people are angry with each other over small things. Change your situation. The Prophet ﷺ said that if one of you becomes angry, that if that person is standing, then let him sit down. Why? Because when you're standing and you're angry, 
you might not, you can't control what you're saying. Or you might not be able to control what you do. So the Prophet ﷺ is telling you to change your physical position. And he said that if, if the anger still doesn't go and he's sitting, then let him lie down or let him just change his position. And that's from a physical perspective. But also from a, those people that are around you that you know are going to get you angry, that I know are going to do something to you, then remove yourself from that situation. From your colleagues, whether they're at work, whether it's those people that are around you. This is the advice of the Prophet فليسكت, And if one of you becomes angry, then let him remain quiet. Let him remain quiet. Let him, be, let him control his tongue. Something very important to note and to really try to internalize is trying to take that higher ground. It could be very difficult. It could be something which we find really hard to implement. But when someone has wronged you, and it's obvious that they've wronged you, for you to step down and for you to forgive and for you to show kindness, this is something which is praiseworthy. This is something that you will be rewarded for. This is something that you will be rewarded for. Allah tells us, that take or be kind. Show kindness to people. And enjoying good. And be good to people. That if that person is good and he's righteous and he rectifies between people, then his reward is with Allah Azza wa Jal. Always place that at the front of your mind. Your reward is with Allah Azza wa Jal. One of the du'as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would make, he would say, Allahumma inni as'aluka kalimat al-haqqi in the rida wal-ghadab. That he would make a du'a to Allah Azza wa Jal so that he can say a true word in the situation in which he is happy and also in a situation in which he is angry. When someone does something to you that makes you angry, think about what you're going to say. Think about what you're going to say to your colleague. Think about what you're going to say to your spouse or to your child. Think about, think about what you're going to say to that person on the street that's maybe driven in a way which has really frustrated you. What are you going to say? How are you going to react, react to the situation? إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقينا عذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وأقيم الصلاة. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.